Hello everyone. Welcome to Beyond the Veil Prophetic Ministry blogspot.com Today we're talking about living life in the spirit of oneness. I want to start out by saying that the more a disciple of God's presence practices being one in the life, in the spirit of oneness. There's a deeper hunger in every disciple to walk with God. Now I know that that might sound like a lot to come off with that thought at the beginning of this blog. You're welcome to come over and subscribe and read the post in its entirety. But there is a certain distaste that comes to a heart of a disciple that practices God's presence hour after hour and delights in God's presence that whatever is external is a, a point in their life that they simply never want to go back to again. It's sensual. It's earthly. And this is the work of the fullness of the Godhead, the Blessed Trinity, in the life of a disciple to bring that disciple up into the image of them. I'm reminded in the book of Genesis, God said, let us make man or mankind in our image. Even in this place of longing to live in peaceable, habitation of oneness, you can still be pricked from what's in the outside or external. And because you have an ability to even be alive to that, something someone said, something someone did, something someone stole, something someone said, is still earthly and sensual. Yet, it's when those times happen in your life that you grow all the more distasteful for what is external into a deeper hunger to rest with God. And it's there the Holy Spirit allows these actions of what is external to come into the path of a searching disciple to give them greater desire to remain in purity and rest. Living such a life causes a heart of meekness and stillness that's really undescribable. 
The psalmist said in Psalm 23, He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside still waters. Meekness is rest. And stillness is the work of rest. Causing the disciple to begin to inherit what was theirs from the beginning of time in the earth. Such a disciple is full of gates and doors of heavenly realms of authenticity on earth as it is in heaven. And you know, when a disciple comes into this place, something supernatural takes place. And yes, there are supernatural encounters of heaven, visions, trances, and more. But I believe, in my opinion, there's something even greater than all of that. That's what I want to share with you today. There's a secret that's found in scripture from this Psalm 23. He maketh me to lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside still waters. And this is the thought that I want to share and be on my way. What does it really mean to lie down? You know, from a sheep's point of view, the he in the Hebrew, these words represent the idea of having your feet and chest under your body, with your neck stretched forward to drink. Now picture that. But from God's point of view, a sheep that is laying down is a vessel to pour out rivers of oneness into the earth. Did you get that? For this reason, the word waters are still waters, as mentioned in the book of Psalm 23. This position of oneness in the work of life and the spirit of such oneness is called prosuche. The word prosuche means to be a watering station to the earth. He maketh me to lie down in green pastures. In other words, he causes me to be a watering station. And what happens is, is when I allow myself to be a watering station of the spirit of oneness, it causes the predestined kingdom of heaven in the disciple of God's rest and oneness to come out on earth as it is in heaven. 
So to be a watering station is true kingdom prayer. Prayer is the ability to bring out of what is predestined in the kingdom of heaven in you. Before what you say, before what you decree, before what you declare, before what you command. Most prayer that's prayed is external and sensual without the influence of the kingdom of God in the disciple. In Acts 2.42 we read that the apostles continued in Prasuche and they continued steadfastly in the apostles' doctrine and fellowship in the breaking of bread and in Prasuche Quietness each practiced the presence of oneness not to ascend, not to descend, not to have visions, dreams, trances, prophecy, not to decree, declare, and say, but to first practice the presence of oneness, to be a watering station, prosuche, or life in the spirit of oneness, allowing the fullness and bliss of oneness flow from within, to be a watering station to their day, to their assignments, to their desires continually. And notice they did it with communion. In Colossians 4.12, we read Epiphas, who is one of you, a servant of Christ, salutes you, always laboring fervently for you in prayers, or prosuche, that they may stand perfect and complete in all the will of God. You see, Epiphas carried those whom he was sent to in his heart, and he labored fervently in Prasuche. He labored fervently to be a watering station of God's presence, to water you, to bring out the kingdom of God in him that was predestined for you in your life. You see, those that God has put in you and those that God has put in those that you are connected with are part of the kingdom in you. And is there you must pursue, you must not only bring out what is in the kingdom and be a watering station to reveal those that God has put in your life, 
on earth as it is in heaven. He maketh me lie down in green pastures. In other words, he creates new beginnings. He creates new circumstances by expanding the presence of oneness, the spirit of oneness in you in order to be a watering station to bring out the kingdom in you. Every disciple has the kingdom of God in them, but not every disciple knows how to bring out the kingdom of God. And that's why I say Prasuche is greater than visions and dreams and visions and prophecies and supernatural trances and ascending, descending, because through all of that, even though you experience that, you'll come back into the earth and you'll speak that, but it's not something that brings that part of you out and waters what is in you, waters where you're going, waters what you're going to be. It's not a carrying station. And for that reason, so many disciples are sensual. They take the personalities of others. They take the revelations of others for marketing and more. The Shulamite in the book of Song of Solomon described these external actions the best. Song of Solomon 5.7 the Shulamite said, The night watchmen found me, and they made their rounds. They beat and bruised me. They stripped off my veil, these watchmen's on the wall. You know the kind. They strip you of your revelations. They strip you of what you say and do. They strip you of the friendships in the name of Christianity because they market your friendships better than you can of simplicity, yet you're the one who birthed it in Prosuche. A picture of this would be Jesus on the cross. For the joy that was set before him, for the harvest of his inheritance, the hope of his calling that he saw he prosuchated. And so it is in modern Christianity, full of cheaters and stealers. I'm thankful the Holy Spirit will perfect those things that concern the redeemed. But even Jesus had a Judas steal what was his. And Jesus warned us of the five foolish virgins and the five wise virgins too. Every disciple who is hungry to manifest what is 
kingdom predestined for them. They must learn to be a watering station to practice prosuche. We see in the book of Genesis, in the beginning, God created the heaven and the earth. The earth was without form and void. Darkness was upon the face of the deep. And the Spirit of God moved upon the face of the prosuche. Here we see what existed in God. Yet we learn that even God brought what was in him out through prosuche. God allowed the spirit, the breath, the ruach, the horse to move upon and pluck off, which is a whole different teaching, to give shape, form, and more. What was in God was watered before he spoke, let there be. In today's modern Christianity, most think that prayer is saying. And most of what we call prayer is external. Such externalism is often tagged praying prophet, mystic prophet, yet Jesus said, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth, prosuche, as it is in heaven. In closing, we're living in a kingdom age and have we have been chosen by God to live in such a time as this. I almost hate publishing these types of revelations because there's many Gehazis who can't birth their own kingdom destiny and would rather steal. revelations, insights, books, prophecies. YouTube is full of them. Yet at the same time I realize there's those with a pure heart who are hungry for truth and they realize what worked in times past just doesn't work in these times because we're living in a kingdom age. Father, I give you thanks that I am living inside of you. My spirit is one with you. In Holy Spirit, I thank you that I'm now living inside of you. My soul is one with you, my mind, my will, my intellect, my reason, my memory, my knowledge. And Lord, 
I thank you that I am now living in you. My body, my senses, my taste, touch, see, smell, hear. And as I practice to be your watering station, prosuche and quietness and stillness, I'm seeking the kingdom first in your righteousness, the Godhead, and everything else will be added unto me. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for subscribing to this blog, Steal Away in the Secret Place, Beyond the Veil Prophetic Ministry blogspot.com. I'm Sister Lara. Amen.